All right, we're live. Welcome to another episode of It's All Fun and Games, the official GameZo podcast. I am your host, Dan, also head writer at GameZo. This week, I am joined by the lovely Ross. How are you, buddy? I am I'm making a case for barbers and hairdressers to be essential business personnel. Oh, they are, dude. Like, I'm, I'm very close to the solid snake mullet. Oh, yeah. That's, it, that's, is ru- it is rough. That's when I know. That's when I know. Like, if my sideburns get super puffy or, like, I start yeah. getting the little, like, curl-over mullet in the back, I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. haircut time. So, Like, definitely theater of the mind for the people listening and not watching, but it is, it's rough. You're not. It's not the worst, but you're there. You're like. Thank, thankfully, my webcam 720p and not 1080p. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. There you go. Yeah, that's that's the trick. Honestly, is um, you know, I live with someone who was a hairdresser, so yeah, I, I, I I get the the saving grace here. Um, yeah. Every once in a while, so that's good. But um, yeah. So anyway, it's Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Bunny Day. If you're on Animal Crossing, yeah. So I know we're doing this a bit early and it's it's off kilter, but we have Easter dinner. Is that is that a uniquely American thing where we eat our holiday meals like at three in the afternoon? No, that's that's every single holiday meal. I this has been an ongoing struggle between me and my mother that whenever there's a holiday dinner, she wants to do it at noon, two o'clock, one o'clock, mm-hmm. and normally we eat dinner at five, six o'clock, so no. That's this brunch. Yeah, that's that's like advanced lunch. That's lunch two, the remastered lunch remake. I'm I'm moving some stuff around because our cameras oh, are yeah. opposite of where they were last week, so people are, are going to go struggling? follow. Yeah, oh, they, I'm they're, Dan. Yeah, you were a bitwise Dan, and I was Rain oh, Six. No. Um, my worst nightmare. Yeah, you don't want to be me. I do want to be you though. Um, yeah, I don't know. My my uh, my mom does that, and then like we're just staying in the family. But I asked my wife. I was like, Are we doing that like thing where we eat? dinner at three she was like yes i was like oh okay great but are, but are you also social distancing we are yes we're the only ones are you like eating dinner in a zoom call no no we're not doing <laughs> that your family we're not i know a lot of people not a lot of people i know enough people that were doing that like um folks with passover um over the, the was that like wednesday i think tuesday wednesday of last week was passover started so they i know some people that started passover that way i know some folks that are like oh are you setting up your camera for for easter i'm like no so what we did is like the girls facetimed with most of the family this morning mm-hmm. and okay. then um like my aunt drove down and dropped some baskets off for them and then my mom's swinging by after the podcast um to, yeah, to drop off some easter baskets that's where it's at yeah they're well, they stand what, what across the, um what kind of candy weird stuff Honestly, like, stuff? yeah, they've gotten like Sour Patch Kids, jelly beans, oh. chocolate, oh, lint bunnies. Those are the best. Ooh. I love the lint bunnies. Too. I've, I've made the case for many years that Easter is a better candy holiday than Halloween. 100%. Because I like the lint if bunnies. I have to power rank candy, Reese's eggs are up there in the top three for sure. You know what? The Reese's they, eggs. They hit different. They hit different, as the kids say. You're right, man. You're right. So, yeah, that's it's going to be a good day, hopefully. Um we're all tired. I was up streaming until 3 yeah, a.m. You were. or something. And then the kids were up at 5. So they were like, the sun's up. Did the bunny come? I was like, no. Let the dad no. sleep. So, um, but all good. So anyway, moving on. I know you've been playing some stuff. Do you, uh, actually, it's one of the topics. So I'm going to. Thanks the for, topics. Yeah. So, hey, Ross, thanks for asking me what I've been playing. Okay. Yeah, what have you been playing, Dan? Um, I've been playing a game that I've been trying to review called Phalanx of Resistance. What? Oh yeah, it is a real-time strategy tower defense game with like a 90s. Do you remember on Super Nintendo the James Bond game? 
No. No. Oh, God. It was like one of the free ones that came with Super Nintendo. Um, it might have been a demo, actually. It was very Contra-esque, but it had like this aesthetic that this game's copying-ish. Okay. It's like on purpose. It's supposed to look 90s based. Um, it sounds like a game where they just kind of couldn't figure out a name, so they went to like a name generator, and it just popped out a bunch of random adjectives, and we're like, yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll go with that. Okay, so some of the mechanics are actually, I like. I like this real-time strategy resource management while doing tower defense of my base. I do enjoy that. So how is that different than a normal normal tower defense game? It's a little more you just clicky. Not have the wait time? Yeah, it's a, well no, it has it has wait time in in between waves, but it's more like how do I explain it? It's like if you were playing like a standard RTS but there were also waves of enemies coming. So you're constantly clicking and building oh, okay. and gaining resources to defend yourself and then saving resources. And then as the waves come in, you're able to do different things. Um, so there's things like you can unlock a radio station, which is pretty cool because then it unlocks artillery and you can see the whole mini map and uh, like kind of red dots where they're coming in. Um, you can unlock uh, normal turrets can turn into like anti-personnel turrets or they can turn into anti-air turrets. Um, they have a overlap and tower stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, units. it's fine. Um, so it's just starting to with like different phases. Yeah, I I don't know how to say this without like being super Play the negative. Game. Drop, drop their info. Tell them where to tell them where to find the game. You can Me go on too. Steam and spend seventy nine cents, which I think probably tells you everything you need to know about how I feel about this game. Ugh. If it was a mobile game, I'd be like, dude, awesome time killer. It's great. It's on PC. I'm clicking. I'm enjoying the mechanics, but I'm sitting there bored. And I never want to be playing a game where I'm just like, man, I'm bored right now. <laughs> you know, like the, the the time between phases of waves just seems too long. And maybe it's because I've only played an hour. Maybe it speeds up. There, 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 there was a moment um, where I did enjoy it uh, because it got like really hectic. Okay. So, so I'm wondering like if it gets like that more frequently as the game goes on, because all of a sudden they were like helicopters, my anti-air were doing work and like tanks were coming in and people on foot. And then this weird plane UFO looking thing came in and dropped off like soldiers that looked like terminators. And it was like, okay, things started getting crazy. And I was like, I need another turret here. And then I got through that in like 10 seconds. And then it was just like sitting there watching the waves come in and get melted by my, my setup. So you're too good at the game. Maybe. I doubt that though. Base. So anyway, I don't know. I, I'm feeling somewhere like mid sixes for this thing. Oof. Yeah, it's not. I mean, look, it's 79 cents. If you give it one point for as many cents as it costs. Oh yeah, 7.9. There we go. Um, so if you're into that thing, I mean, try it. It's 79 cents. I'll give it to you. Like I will what literally. Was, what get, was the name of it again? It was um, Phalanx of Resistance. Phalanx of Resistance. I might have. I I could be saying the wrong title. I might be. Nope. That's I nailed it. Really oh, you nailed it. I okay. nailed it. Nailed it. I was like, I'm I'm shitting on a good game probably right here. So that's what I've been playing. Um, do you want to hold off on talking about what you're playing or? Well, I mean, I can say I'm playing Final Fantasy VII and Valorant. Okay. Boom. Then, and, then we can talk more about it later. Okay. Perfect. So. The agenda is simple. We, you know, we covered what we're playing. I want to go through that quick because then we have gaming news, which is lots of Final Fantasy VII and Valorant, um, and then mm-hmm. we have then we have Valorant is like our main topic, um, all caps, all caps, all caps, and then we have some esports news, and, and then we'll close out. But this is like the Valorant show, like that's what this is going to devolve into. There's four news stories around Valorant, and then there's like 
talking about Valorant in itself. So, um, so Dan, did you ever get your key? I did not. Valorant, you did not. Unfortunate. So can I, we'll get there. I'm sorry. I digress. When we get to Valorant, I will soapbox okay. about the key drops. But um, the first topic on fi- on uh, gaming news is Final Fantasy VII Remake. So that dropped this week. People are psyched. Um, <laughs> I, psyched. I know it's somewhere in like your C tier of Final Fantasy games, but yeah. uh, but you did buy it and you started playing I it. I did so. buy it. So um, <sighs> where do I start? First of all, I hate that it's called Final Fantasy VII Remake. I hate the naming convention that they decided to choose. Not remastered, not reimagined, not like when when Final Fantasy fourteen sucked and they remade it. It was a Realm Reborn, not just Final Fantasy fourteen remake. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do for the next few games? Because obviously there's going to be more Final Fantasy seven remakes. Is it Final Fantasy seven two remake? Is it Final Fantasy seven remake two? Is it Final Fantasy seven remake with a title? I, I think. I think that they're going to, because they're really pushing on the episodic nature, I think it's going to be like chapter two. two, Yeah, episode two, chapter two, issue two. Like, they're just going to say Final Fantasy remake, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Sounds about right. So. Um, I'm really, it's well documented how much I do not like Final Fantasy VII. And it's. You're you're a movie guy, Dan. You know, have you, has there ever been a movie where it's just been grossly popular, won tons of awards, won all the snobby awards like the Emmys or whatever? I don't watch movies. I don't know any of the <laughs> awards. But like you're sitting there watching it and you're just like, this movie is awful. How do these people like this? And you just feel dumb because it's just so popular. Yeah, all the time. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there have been quite a few where I'm like, this one best picture. And then I'm watching it. And I'm like, I don't like this like like when shape of water w- was like super popular and you're like it's just this this girl getting blown by like a fish man yeah like, what do you what do, what do you mean this is the best picture yeah no no interest in that and like it was yeah you, you know what's a great example of it is it's in the reverse right but the year that um the hurt locker beat avatar for for best picture or whatever that was a while ago but like everybody yeah. was very high on avatar and i was like bro avatar was visually stunning but it's just fern gully you know, the, the Hurt Locker is tackling like a meaty issue about like PTSD and war and, you know, that. And, and when it won, I was like the only person I knew that was like, yes, Hurt Locker won. It was a better movie. Everybody else was like, Avatar had that. So there's yeah. th- there's a great example. That, that, that's kind of how I feel about Final Fantasy VII. It's um, the best way I can describe it is that it's kind of like, again, going with the movies, it's just kind of like a really good action movie. Like, stuff's going to blow up. It's going to be exciting. There's going to be cool action scenes. It's going to be a cool villain. And then it's just, it's not going to win best cinematography or best foreign film or any of the the highfalutin awards at the the Emmys or the Academy Awards or anything like that. But it's, it's really good. It's really, really good. And I didn't want to like it as much as I did. But it's really good so far. I'm about seven hours in i'm in like chapter six out of 18 and it's it's been really good so far i'm really enjoying it um square enix has been making incredibly visually stunning games for the generation as long as i've known Mm -hmm. like before naughty dog was making jack and dexter square enix was making final fantasy 7 and just making it look great on ps1 the the cutscenes not the actual models because yeah 
giant shoulder, tiny wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last year. But um, the it's it's funny because everyone. I know you saw my tweet about this, but everyone was dogging on Final Fantasy 13 when it first came out for being very linear and very hallway fan hallway fantasy 13 and. This is kind of what it is. It's I have I have held the W key forward <laughs> for probably six of those seven hours which I have played. Um, but the the way it plays, it's a lot of like I said, it's a lot of just kind of linear going along this path, fighting what gets thrown in front of you. They drop you into like a little hub where you can kind of do some boring quests you don't really care about, like find the lost cat and you know help this dude out. But for the most part, it's it's pretty linear, which Given the story, it's fine. Much like Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty linear so far. Um, I'm at a point where I'm 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 in a underground subway tunnel and the only way to go is straight. There you so go. So it's as linear as linear can get right now. Make it happen. Um, but no, it, it's really great. Um the characters all play differently. So I I don't know if you played the demo or if you watch people play the demo, but you know, no. Cloud has his own mechanics, Spirit has his own. Barrett's just boring as hell. He just sits there as like a battery and you sit there and you, you hold the square button and he's shooting stuff and he's like, screw you, loser, I'm Barrett! And he's shooting stuff <laughs> and he he just charges his, his gauge and he's just there to get MP and cast spells really fast. And then Tifa has this cool mechanic where she powers herself up for a little bit and then she does better moves when she's powered up and she does more damage and stuff and she kind of plays like a... It's funny because she kind of plays like a monk in Final Fantasy fourteen okay. with her mechanics. So I, I thought that was interesting. I'm playing as her a lot because she's just really fast and really fun. Um, but like I said, Barrett's kind of an afterthought. He's he's there if I have to. Because how much do you know about the game at all in terms of like how it plays? I pass like Final Fantasy seven so hard. Okay. Every every step of the way. So it's a lot better than fifteen in terms of the battle system. It's the whole game kind of feels like a better Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay. So basically you're you're pressing square and you're you're doing like your attacks kind of like an action game, but you're doing that to build your ATB gauge mm -hmm. and you have two chunks of it and you can either use an item or a spell or an ability with that one chunk. So you're kind of like you have to you're not just sitting there hitting spells or whatever, you have to actually like earn them. Mm -hmm. So so that's why I say that Barrett's kind of like a battery because he just sits there and charges up, casts a spell, and <laughs> that's about it. Um I really didn't like the characters in the beginning much like i didn't like them in the old game because it was a lot of like merc you're just here for the money i hate you i was like <laughs> shut up i don't care i'm a badass and it's been kind of much it's it's pretty much been like that for the entire time that i've played but they've they've gotten a little better um the side characters have been incredibly I think I like them more than the main characters. Right oh now. wow, really? Like they're getting they're getting a lot of screen time compared to the older games. Like um like the kind of the the side characters in the the terrorist or not the terrorist organization but Avalanche. Mm -hmm. Like the, the the main group. The the side characters are a lot more interesting than Cloud and Barrett are right now. So I'm like, yeah, I get to I get to hang out with Biggs and Wedge. They're cool. <laughs> and then you 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 meet one of their parents and you uh you you like you learn all their backstory and it's a whole lot more than you ever did in the base game. They're, like I said, they're a lot more interesting right now than the main characters. Yeah, I think um, I think that's. Um, sorry to cut you off, but I think that's no, the, saying, keep going. the the interesting part about this remake is, you know, they came out and they were like, "Oh yeah, basically it's forty hours to play the first 
four hours of the game, right? Like, yeah. And it's, yeah. and people were like, how are you going to do that? And I think it's just an instance of people going back and saying, okay, how can we flesh this out? What what didn't I get when I played it 20 years ago that I wanted? And kind of doing that. Um, I was actually surprised when you said it was super linear because I was like, how are you getting like 4X on Yeah, that's it? what I was thinking. But... Because there are there are like hubs where it drops you in, and it's like, hey, here's here's some quests that you can do and get a little bit more story, and you can kind of walk around and do like some side missions. But I mean, I don't I don't want to do side missions, man. I'm like I don't care. I want I want the main story. Mainline the story. I want. I don't care. Like one of the one of the initial quests that they give you in the the first hub is find three cats for this little girl, and I could not care less. And it's funny because halfway through the quest, when you find the second yeah i found one when you find the second cat cloud just he just sighs he's like this sucks and i'm like bro i feel you see (laughs) but they're connecting you with the character you're playing it's all connected with the character um another thing i wanted to touch on was the um the person who's composing a lot of the music for the remake is the person who did the composer for 13 oh beautiful i like the music 13 all all the music's amazing yeah it's great all the everything's just redone there's a lot of um nice little not i hate to say remix but they've they've had a lot of flair to a lot of songs from a ps1 game what is that oh my lord hold on (laughs) you can filibuster for a little bit i'll filibuster i mean yeah i think it's really interesting um with final fantasy 7 that i'm sorry I'm, i'm watching paul auto modding there you go. You modify those auto mod properties, Paul. But um, for those listening at home, we are we do this live on on Twitch. So if you hear kind of like us talking to the chat and whatnot, there's that. Um, so I find that really interesting with Final Fantasy VII. It, all of it, right? I mentioned earlier that I didn't play it. I kind of passed it. I played um, ten was like the first time I jumped into the series. Uh, a very good choice. Yeah. So like I, I had always seen them, and then I forget when did the when did the movie come out? The oh, it? it came. God, it was. Oh, it was around that. It was the same time as the Tomb Raider movie. They were side by side. But I, we don't even count that as a Final Fantasy movie. No, no, no. I'm talking like the the one back in like oh. PS2. I Are watched it on my PS2. The Final Fantasy VII movie, Advent Children. Yes, that one. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like the 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 random movie. No, no, no. no. Um, okay. I, was, I was thinking about like timeline because what had happened is I had always seen Final Fantasy and I wasn't. I I don't know. Like I was too tied down in Xeno years at the time to care. And um, I ended up. My uncle got the movie and he's like, "You need to watch this movie." And I watched the movie, and then I kind of left that in my head, and I don't know if that was like right around when Ten came out, or if it was a few years later. But that that movie pushed me to go to Blockbuster and rent Final Fantasy Ten, and then that's the first time I got in the series. And then it's well documented that I played Thirteen and Thirteen Two. I didn't play Lightning Lightning. Return. I think you still have my copy of Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. It's by probably the way. somewhere, and that it's probably. In I the hope basement. it's not in your basement because I'm never going to find it if that's the case. Rip. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, I've moved twice since <laughs> since I borrowed that from you. And then yep. I have 15, but I haven't played a ton of that. So okay. good. Well, that's the thing is like I, I bought it. It was super cheap. It was Amazon 20 bucks. And then like you and Tom and eight other people were like, dude, it's terrible. I'm Just good. play it when you have time and you have nothing else to play. Okay. And in fairness, it was really bad when it first came out. And all the characters played the exact same. They had no different mechanics. 
the there was a huge chunk of the story that was missing and the end of the game had a a part that lasted like an hour and a half where you just kind of walked around with no weapon and just like sucked people into like this captain planet ring awesome and it was just it was boring and it was miserable but since then they've added five different pieces of dlc all the characters have their own individual mechanics now like the the the, the twink boy has like his he plays like an fps character and like big hunky dude has his own thing and ignis has his own thing awesome all the characters are still boring as hell except for ignis by the way oh well maybe it's time to pick it back up and then, or and then I the, could buy the only dlc that i cared about was the one they canceled oh really rip the only interesting character in that game unfortunate no yeah. story for her it sucks my my options at this point are basically buy final fantasy 7 remake or go back and play that as far as final fantasy well there's tons of options for final fantasy games i could go back 14 yeah which is for my money probably the best final fantasy now in terms of story i just don't want to mmo I know, I know, it's so hard, but man, 14 is so good. Yeah, I don't know. It's so good right now. I'll figure it out. The writing is so good. So, Square's doing good stuff, man. I mean... You don't gotta tell me, they're they're my favorite company. So, except that uh, the Avengers game, we don't have to talk about that. Oh, I don't care about it. But, uh, (laughs) but... um, any other final thoughts on Final Fantasy VII Remake? I have one final thought. Oh, let it rip. And you know what it is. Why now of all times is Butterfinger doing a thing where they want me to go to a store in the middle of a pandemic to buy two candy bars to get DLC? Can you buy them online? Can you no. Amazon them? Damn. I'm, well, I'm sure, but I mean, I'm not going to because I can't buy individual candy bars off Amazon. I'm going to have to buy like an eight box of Butterfinger. Split them with some other Final Fantasy people. Oh, ooh, sell the codes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Make ooh. make money. I'm about to put entrepreneur on my status. Exactly. On Get, Twitter now. Gotta go. But by the way, before we move on, my um my entire filibustering was like, oh, look, Paul's here. He's modding. Oh, sorry, listeners on the podcast. We do this live on Twitch, so this section means nothing to you. Um, we get to relive that. They get to relive that twice if they're listening. Um, so anyway, awesome. Yeah, I I mean I've been watching uh, I've been watching it a bit online, and I'm like, oh man, I should play it, but there's so many other ones, and I don't know. I'll figure it out. So you, you know where to go. Yeah, I do. Your friendly neighborhood raw. Absolutely. <laughs> so the PS5 controller. Okay. What kind of segue was that? I don't care. It's next on my list, so we're tackling it. No, the the segue is we're gonna get we're gonna have to wait so many years for the next Final Fantasy VII remake. Is that it's gonna be on PS5? Probably. I mean, and that's gonna be rough. Honestly. Um. So yeah. What What did you think? I mean, I'll give you my quick opinion. It's got you know. It looks like they're trying to go halfway between an Xbox and a PlayStation controller, right? Without doing the yeah. offset sticks. Um, that was my that was my big takeaway is that they didn't do the offset sticks, which um, is good. Yeah, I don't like the offset sticks. And then yeah. the other thing with it is, you know, Sony's doing that typical thing where they're jamming like a ton of technology we didn't ask them to jam into the controller into the controller. Yeah, um, we we have fourteen year old little Jimmys and Johnnies buying three hundred dollar scuff controllers just so they can have hair triggers. I don't want like 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 haptic feedback on my trigger and make it harder to pull down because I'm I'm using an AR fifteen instead of an MP five. <laughs> yeah, and and they have the the voice chat. You know, we're putting studio quality microphones in the and I'm like, no, you know, well, you know no, me, no. I'm the um. 
I'm like the prototype. I'm an infosec guy. Like that's what I do for my job. I'm like, oh, cool, another device that the mic can be on at all times. Hate it. Yeah, I still don't have a smart TV, man. I have a smart I'm, TV. I'm full, like I'm full tinfoil hat boomer when it comes to TV, man. I don't know Shit. what it is, but I just you can't get me a smart TV. I know I don't, I don't want Alexa knowing who I'm, what I'm watching. I don't even watch TV. I know. You don't need to know what I'm watching. It's the worst. Um, it's actually funny. The um, the one smart TV in my house, I named it Malware Sandbox. <laughs> That's just the name of the TV. But what really freaked me out is I was reviewing that. Um, I think you were on. We were streaming together. I put in that new Element keyboard, and it was like, "Need permission to access your audio." And I was like, "Oh, no, why?" <laughs> and then I realized that the algorithm it uses is it reads the actions happening on your screen and the sound coming from the game to do the lights on the keyboard. And I was like, "Oh, okay, you're just getting game audio." Um, yeah, that makes sense. What but like, think? yeah, exactly. Until we get another, uh, what was the Cambridge Analytica or whatever scandal with Facebook going on? So. Yeah, I think um, bringing it back to the controller, there was a lot of complaints from people saying, uh, hey, no, offset sticks are better. And my opinion has always been where I find both controllers comfortable. Um, doesn't it seem a little or make a little sense that like I have two thumbs that are the same length? So instead of kind of, you know, like, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm going to break this down for you real quick. Hold on. Let me let me move some stuff from my desk. All Do right. It. So like, okay. So when I, when I play first person shooters the way they should be played on a mouse and keyboard, right? So I got my <laughs> keyboard and I have my mouse. And they're like relatively in the same area. I have my mouse here. It's cool. And then I have my, my, my keyboard here. This is theater of the mind for the people on the podcast, by the way. You can't see what I'm doing. But my, my keyboard, mouse, side by side, side by side. It's not... It's not, here's my mouse. I'm eating myself, but here's my keyboard. Here's my mouse. This is, this is not how you game, okay? You just, you put the sticks side by side because you got two thumbs in the same distance, like a human being. You're not some like evolved creature where one's longer than the other yet. We haven't reached that point. We probably will. All the Microsoft kids, enough generations of them. 60 have- million years of playing on Xbox offset sticks. We're going to have like, <laughs> the human race is going to branch off into <laughs> different <laughs> genus or whatever it's called based on who's playing Xbox and who's playing on PS4. And they're going to have like, one's going to have a longer thumb. That's going to cause so many problems. Like, no, but I want to play PlayStation and it's not, you know, yeah, it's going to, man, the future is going to be a wild place. I, <laughs> I can't wait for it. So yeah, that's, that's just how I feel about it. I think it looks good. I think the color, um, the color the offset, lighting. like the white with the black kind of looks a little, Stormtroopery, but that's fine. I think some of the art that came out from just people like people like us, just fans, was making pretty cool. Yeah, making their own controllers. I was like, man, they Sony needs to jump on that and start their portal now, where you can spend yeah. an extra fifty bucks and design your own controller, and they'll print it and, and send it because it's just the shell. Like all the other yeah. components are the same. Well, so. the um, well, the light bar is front facing now, so you can. It's not really white and blue. You can kind of like if you can change the color of your light bar, you can have like a like a red and white or an orange and white. So yeah, might be cool. But everyone's saying that it looks like uh, selling out of Detroit Become Human, mm-hmm. I which I that. can see. The other thing I want to say about that, too, and I think I tweeted it, is like, please stop drawing the PlayStation 5 controller as an anime character. Like, you're all thirsty for this controller. Calm down. <laughs> like, calm way down. <laughs> Why? People. Like, some of them were like cool anime pictures, and then other ones oh, you were already, like... You already know. 
super thirsty. So you already know Tom's got the download on some of those. I know it's it's where it's at. So um, cool. So talking about just controllers that uh, kind of make sense. I actually liked the Stadia controller. Um, that failed system. Um, well, I mean, what did it do differently? It was just a. It was no. I just liked that they had the thumb sticks next to each other. Okay. Okay, that's where it's at. So that's uh, but their Google, you can well, they're calling it a, hum- a humanitarian movement of hey, we're all stuck inside. Come stream games off Stadia Complain for Destiny free, too. and uh, it's going to be you know, it's free for the pro version. Normally that's nine ninety nine a month, so it's free for two months. Um, I wrote a story on it for Gamezo. Uh, if you want to sign up, you get the next two months for free. If you're already one of the five people that are signed up to Stadia Pro, you get your next two months for free. If you buy any games while you're on it, you keep them. It's not like attached or, or whatever. Um, obviously, that's not a free controller. That's not a free Chromecast. So you kind of have to figure out what you're going to do um, with that stuff. But hey, if you're listening and you wanted to try Stadia, now is the time to at least mess with it and see if it was really the failure that they said it was. Um, I think the technology there is very promising. I think it's just, uh, they just missed. They they were too busy trying to launch it that they, they kind of didn't Oops. get everything set up. Oops. We had to put, we had to include features in our, our thing. Exactly. Who knew that Google, Google couldn't just launch a controller and the cloud platform and it would sell, you know? Um, so it is. They're not Apple, unfortunately. Yeah. It's probably coming. Honestly, now that Google's yeah. failed, Apple's in the background like, ha, 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 ha. Well, they have their thing, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah, they have like the Apple gaming. But who's really salivating right now is Xbox because the Xbox cloud, or the, whatever they're calling it, um, has very similar technology uh, to Stadia. But they've had like all this extra time to like alpha test it, beta test it and everything. And there's some um, speculation that basically what you'll end up with at some point is an Xbox box that just is meant to connect to a server and run it through the TV and stuff like that. The cool thing about the cool thing about Xbox cloud is that you can set up your home Xbox as a server and then stream your games from your home Xbox to wherever you're playing, which is cool. So you're not using their cloud technology. You're using your actual system at home, essentially as a, as a cloud server and then playing remote play. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, enough about Stadia. Let's talk about China. <laughs> China is mad at Animal Crossing. Do you know why, Ross? Do you know why China's mad at Animal Crossing? Because a, a country that doesn't allow a lot of personal freedom is mad at a game that just lets you have a lot of personal freedom. Exactly. More than that, though, people in China, because they can't go out thanks to COVID, um, they are m- making hong kong protest banners and art in the game and sharing that and china does not like free speech well the problem is the the people in hong kong are doing that they're they're the one making all this stuff and then the people in china are just like bro we're just trying to play animal crossing now we can't because these people are (laughs) the the government is trying to weaponize like animal crossing fans from china against (laughs) the people of hong kong yeah, and look, it, it comes down to it happened with the um the Blizzard stuff, right? Like they I forget who the player was, but they shot him down. They took like all of his winnings and like barred him for a year because he said free Hong Kong like after winning a, a tournament and then um it it is what it is, right? Like we're not telling anybody anything new. China has a firewall that 
scans all of your traffic and you're blocked from certain websites. You can't go to Google. You can't go to anything. If you are a company that wants to do business in China, part of that is you have to build a data center in China and give them the encryption keys to it. Um, yo, my dude Cyclop got me. It was Blitzchung. Boom. The chat. It's got okay. us. We got a moderator today, so I'm allowing the chat to run free. Thanks for the follow, by the way, Cyclop. Um, Unfortunately. So, um, you know, it, it, it just, it is what it is, right? We're just going to see this. It's how China operates. And, uh, unfortunately animal crossing is the, uh, the victim here. So, yeah, but it's just, it's interesting because these people in the midst of the virus, they can't really gather together. They can't really do whatever, but animal crossing is just this place where they can all go. And I think what I like the most about it is that it's anonymous. Like if you're if you're recording a video on Animal Crossing, if you're a little Animal Crossing character, you don't you don't know who that is. Yeah, I could have a I could make a girl character with pigtail red pigtails, and you'll just you never know it's me. But I, I see you're you're drinking, so I'm gonna filibuster for you for a little bit. You get the the red light on your mic. That's the Ross That's so help. Cool. <laughs> There's a Ross help button. Yeah. No, but it's um, it's it's anonymous. You you can't get like cell phone footage of these people doing whatever and then you can kind of apprehend them later on it's just it's what are you, you going to do mm-hmm. you're well, going to try and face ID people's Animal Crossing character to them or something like that probably, I mean if if anyone can do it Good it's luck. China you know so yeah I thought that was just super is kind of I don't want to say like typical like it is typical though but it is you know so it it is what it is Um, it's funny because they didn't want consoles at all like all consoles were like and for the most part, they didn't want the Switch. They finally got the Switch. This is what you get now. Yeah, good luck. Actually, a funny anecdote, and, and then we can move on to the next topic. There was a gentleman who was uh, back when we worked at... You might not have even been working at GameStop. It was like when I first became a key holder. A guy came in, and he was a businessman, and he had lived as an expat in Hong Kong. And he was worried about, basically, hey, we moved back to the U.S. Can I play my games on it? And I explained to him no, and yada 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 and then he proceeded to tell me that he was initially in beijing for business for about six months and he could not get his hands on a system and then when yeah. he got trained when he moved to hong kong it it was easier to get because you know while it's in china it's kind of its own semi-sovereign or sovereign thing so um weird times we live in weird times but not really all right speculation you ready so- i hate spec all right take off your journalism cap it's time for reckless okay. reckless speculation Are you ready let's go reckless speculation we gotta put the speculation hat. hats on reckless right. speculation time tinfoil hat someone from ign heard from someone that a new fable might be made for the new xbox i don't care they've tried to bring that game back so many times i have fond memories of it um it was one and two were fun andrew my brother absolutely love them if they could bring back what they did in those games but expand it to like the levels of do anything that is available in modern gaming i think it could be really cool i just wonder in the age of like elder scrolls and far cry and these more realistic looking games grand theft auto um how much that cartoony-esque um fantasy style is going to work May yeah. need to change. Yeah. 
or maybe it'll be a fresh uh, a fresh a breath, a breath of fresh air. air. Yeah, thank you. Um, and people will say like, oh, great, it's not hyper realistic, and I don't have to like monitor my what was that game I played with Tom Outward? You have to monitor if you're cold or warm, if you're tired or awake, if you're eating oh. or drinking. Like, oh, I gotta worry about that stuff in real life, man. I don't want to play a video game that does that. Are you kidding uh, me? It was stressful. That game also had souls like combat on top of all that other stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's just speculation. We might find out more if it's real. We might. Why do you mention uh, that? Because you just reminded me of this. Um, you know, you know, like those, uh, like PUBG and like Tarkov. Mm-hmm. There's this game called I think it's like Scum or whatever, and you have to you have to manage like your macro calories too. Like you have a bar for like your protein, like your your sodium level. I think I am like doing long <laughs> blinks at you right now. Yeah, <laughs> like just long blinks. So yeah, because because it's like you're playing. You have like your health bar, your stamina, and then there's like eight different colors. Like, it's like you're playing The Sims while you're trying to, you know, raid this military complex. Dude, that that's too much. Like the game, that game Maneater um, from Tripwire that's coming out next month, they do something similar to that, which is, okay, so you play as a shark and then it's an open world game. You basically play as a shark. It's a Bambi story. Your mom got killed by uh, a fisher, hunter fisher guy. So you're trying to evolve to take out like the top eight fishermen hunter dudes or whatever and as you eat different things you gain protein and other nutrients that allow you to evolve but like it makes sense by the end of that game you can become a megalodon covered in like bone armor by the way so i'm i'm all over it like i'm i'm in i can Can fight probably i think you can get like electric spikes and you can like go to beach resorts and like eat college kids. raid raid the sandals resort yeah let's let's go um you get to fight like saltwater crocodiles and other stuff this is this is moved from a fable conversation to a man-eater game conversation but a whole lot of games no one's going to be playing anytime soon yeah you you know though um meg the wife loves sharks she's like there's a game where i can start as a baby bull shark and evolve into a megalodon when do we get it and i'm like next month so hashtag gamer wife good good for good for Meg. i know so hey moving on your cousin's gonna hopefully be getting some royalty soon no one asked for it, but we got a uh, Saints Row Three Remastered coming out. I nobody asked for it, but it's here. We're gonna get again. It. More remasters, more remakes, more HD collections. I'm so done, dude. Just yeah. just give me give me a new console generation. I'm just so done with this. What it, podcast one or podcast two? We had like a ten minute conversation about this. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm so tired of it, man. I'm so glad these next consoles are gonna be back backwards compatible yeah because then so we I hopefully won't get this remaster yeah like i don't if you're like remastering games from like the previous generation not two or three back but just games that came out five six years ago like what are you doing man yeah people are clamoring for it some poor teenager working at target um is gonna they like need to be able to smack a dude with a giant adult toy again exactly I, have, I haven't been able to feel that pleasure in my life yeah so some teenage kid at target's gonna have to explain that to a mother as she goes to buy this for little jimmy there's a whole new generation ross of people who have to feel our pain okay it's it's worth it paul says that saints row 2 remastered would be better i i agree yes i, agree. I don't think i don't think that three was the pinnacle hard agree but um but three is gonna sell more unfortunately because mm-hmm. society it's the worst moving on from something negative to something positive um in the uk there's the stay home save lives campaign uh, i thought that was a good segue to the uh the face it justice thing but no we're, we're, we're that's all the way on the other side i know of i know i know but that was a good segue we, we haven't reached the top of the mountain yet um 
So Stay Home Save Lives is a, a campaign in the UK that is basically, hey, COVID-19 spreads, it kills people, stay home, save lives, right? Um, some developers have been asked to help with the campaign um, and folks like Codemaster and the folks who make the uh, Sniper Elite games have popped in and, and what they're doing is in different unique ways putting this message into video games since there are millions of gamers who are stuck inside playing games right now right it's a great time to hit that target audience so like Codemasters using the dirt rally games and in the rally games on the sides of the roads there's like stanchions or barriers that have advertisements on them so they're putting you know stay home safe lives on those sniper elite actually has a screen before you play the game that was that says that and then on the pc versions has a link out to information about um, things you can do so i thought that was a really positive thing um, our industry is doing a lot from game giveaways to uh raising money for charity to um you know helping advertisers yep um you know people play destiny too so it's it's good. I, you know, I know us at GameZo, we're we're aiming to do some some key giveaways for people. Um, yeah, tons of streamers giving away copies of games. Um, the F1 guys are, are raised thirty thousand dollars or something by playing the F1 games for for charity. So, just some some good news in these times. So. I saw there was a thing called HomeCon. Home I don't like know a, if you've heard of it. No, nope. it's apparently it's like just a it's just an online convention and then they would have people that were in TV shows or voice actors or whatever. They would do like their own, um, uh, what's it called? Their own panel, mm-hmm. but they would do it in like a call or whatever or a stream and people would donate. And then you could, I think you could like donate money and get like a one-on-one with these people or whatever and ask questions. So the home con Google it. I saw it on Twitter for like two seconds and was like, Oh, that's cool. That is cool. So yeah. I, I think a lot of, place people folks industries are getting kind of um hip to and figuring out this thing it's funny because like you've worked remote for a long time i've worked in the tech industry where i've always had the capability to work like on a beach in thailand if i want you know um so this is this isn't new to us but there's plenty of people um that you know don't know how to download and use zoom they don't know how to set up a a discord i didn't know what zoom was until until all the security stuff i was today years old when i found out about zoom I've I've used it at a few companies. So, all right, we're gonna we're getting there. It's this is technically gaming news, but this is like we're we're going up the ice wall and we're about to get to the top of the mountain. Um, th- there's a game called Valorant coming out. It's in beta apparently. What, wait, can you, what, what's name? It's Valorant. Uh, it's okay. all ca- all caps. Who makes it? I believe Riot Games. They do League of Legends. Have you heard of that one? Doesn't isn't that game dead? Doesn't like no one play that anymore? Obviously, I guess probably I don't know. not. I mean, um, company's probably failing. So yeah, so Valorant went out and they had their close. I can't do that seriously. I know it's just like <laughs> the uh. worst. Um, but they went out and they broke all kinds of streaming records. They had like 1.7 million concur- concurrent viewers. They had uh, what was 30 million view hours. Um, yeah, and let's let's talk about why. A why, why do you think a lot of people were watching Dan? It's because the game is riveting and the entertainment is high and it had yeah. nothing to do with the fact that the only way to get a beta key to play the game was to watch people streaming it with drops enabled. That had nothing to do with it. I did no. not have seven accounts with 32 tabs open attempting to get a Valorant key. That did not happen. Why do you think it happened? I feel... <laughs> I've, I feel like we get, a, we get a file complaint with a Guinness or something. 
Because you, you know how people try and like go back and just get people's records taken away? It's mm-hmm. like the Donkey Kong guy where they found the speedrunners found out he was cheating. Mm-hmm. I think we got, we got to do an emulator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we got to do this with the uh, with the Valorant people because I mean, if you if you went into so for example, like Summit One G, mm-hmm. big like the biggest viewer big. streamer, pretty big, the, like over the course of that weekend. Yeah, I think at one point he had like two hundred fifty thousand. I saw on, yeah. on Twitch. It was crazy. Yeah, e- easy. But if you went in his chat and like pulled up the user list and typed in the word Valorant to like filter the chat, you would see like one two three Valorant code, Valorant code one, Valorant code two, Adrian Valorant account one, Adrian Valorant account, like just went all the way down the list. I think probably. 70% of those accounts were multiple accounts. And it wasn't just, oh, I have this old account that I haven't used, or oh, hey, that time that I used my aunt's Amazon Prime to give Ninja a Twitch Prime, I can open that up and maybe get a Valorant key. No, this is I made 40 different accounts so I could get a Valorant key and then flip them on flip them on eBay for 150 bucks. Yeah. It was disgusting. I went into one stream, I forget who it was. There were there were a lot of people that were like over 50k. Um mm-hmm. But it was literally the same thing. I went and I looked and it was like Valorant Keybot one. Like not even hiding it, like Keybot. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's that's why I haven't gotten a key yet. It's because I'm I'm in here Damn. and I'm I'm one of them. But where, where is Dan Valorant key one, Dan Valorant key two? I don't have that, man. I don't have the time for that, bro. I don't have the time for that. But with that said, I wasn't a bunch of streams that had really good chat engagement. So while there were a number, a large number of people mining keys, the fact is that people are very excited for this game. Um, this, this is as good of a time as ever to get into it. So for people who don't know anything about Valorant, we talked a lot about it last week and the week before, um, but we're going to talk about it a ton today. Um, yep. It's a first-person shooter from Riot. It's effectively CSGO meets a uh, hero shooter. Um, you play as an agent who has uh, a number of utility skills. They work kind of like, we've talked about this, smoke bombs or um, you know flashbangs or something like that. You also have an ultimate. There's an economy system to it where between rounds you're buying weapons. Um, and then it plays like CSGO in that it has gun pattern spray and it's all about gunfights and they're listening to gamers and optimizing it and doing 128, you know, tick rate on the, on the servers and all this good stuff. Right. So there's a lot of hype around it because they're building this amalgamation of what people want. Plus probably two of the more popular FPS genres, right. Which is tactical shooter with hero shooter. Um, and, and it's riot who have a pretty good track record. So the beta released, this Wednesday? Was it last Wednesday? Last Wednesday? It was Thursday, this, I think. Thursday the 7th, whenever the 7th or was. Tuesday, whenever the 7th was. Yeah. The beta went live, and as we just mentioned, the only way to get a key was to watch Valorant streams with drops enabled. Um, so, good luck. So, Ross, you yourself, sir, you, you got a key. I was part of the, the fortunate... The fortunate few. Yeah. So you've been playing it. Summit. Yeah. Oh, it was Summit? It wasn't. Yeah, it was Summit. Damn. I wanted wanted my boy Matt. I've enjoyed enjoyed Summit streams for a while, so it's it's only fitting that I was rewarded for my loyalty. He's good. I do like him. And he's obviously very good at the game. Having he was a CSGO pro, right? Like so. Yeah. Have you ever seen his um his notorious clip as a pro? No. Yeah, all right, so the, like it's well known that he his his claim to fame is that he he threw around one time in CS:GO. Uh, it was he was like in a one v one situation. He clutched it out. He killed the guy, 
but he walked into the Molotov that he threw and he killed himself and they lost the round. Why? And then his team went on to lose that game when they were up by like three rounds. But do we know why that happened? Why he, he just wasn't paying attention. Like he oh, threw the Molotov okay. and he's like, oh, okay, I got to go defuse the bomb now. And then he like went to go defuse the bomb and died. When you said he threw the round, I like assumed like. Oh, no, on purpose? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He, he was costing. Yeah, Summit. Um, okay, that's that's good. It's good to know that even top so tier it, pros are like me sometimes. Yeah, it, it's funny because um, there's the character Phoenix that part of his mechanic is he throws a Molotov, but he can stand in it to heal. So everyone was making fun of Summit, and this whole time he can't break NDA and be like, you know what? I can stand in Molotovs this time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he, so he was like, I can finally say it. That's awesome. That's but awesome. it's 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 funny because, like you said, it's just a it's a compilation of everything that people have wanted and everything asked for. The game doesn't do anything new. It does absolutely nothing new. It all it does is give you all the features that you want, and it puts them in a hundred twenty tick rate server that is very clean and crisp. And people, that's that's all people want. It's it's very simple. It's just. Give us the features we want. Make it very easy to, well, not easy to play, but make it, you know, don't make it as punishing as CSGO so people that don't play CSGO can, you know, hop in and not be immediately punished horribly because they didn't play 20 years of 1.6. I mean, it's not my cup of tea as someone who plays Rainbow Six and Call of Duty. I, I much prefer that gunplay, but I mean, I can still operate in Valorant just fine. It it is it is the skill gap is very apparent when I see someone that's been playing CS:GO for a long time. It's it's very clear when a dude just like swings around a corner with an off and one taps me. Yeah, but, what, what are you going to do? That's just you year, do? years I'm gonna of get, I'm going to get better. Yeah. I'm going to get better Dan because unlike other games Rainbow Six Siege, this has a fully fleshed out firing range where I can practice my sprays. It has a giant target that I can shoot at, and it'll go back to 10 meters, 30 meters, 50 meters, and it can show me where my gun spray is. I can practice my gun spray. It has a little dummy on the side that I can shoot at, and it tells me how much damage I'm doing. If I'm, you know, if this burst is doing 150 damage, which is the, the highest health pool that someone can have if they have heavy armor, or I can, I can practice clutch situations, defusing a bomb or planting a bomb, or... I can just go into a custom game, give myself unlimited utility, and practice my like utility throws. So like if I want to practice um okay, so I died like over in this spot a couple rounds ago. I'm gonna go into a custom game and be like, okay, well, how can I can I throw a flashbang over here? Can I throw my like Molotov like off this wall and have it hit this guy? What can I do? Which Rainbow Six doesn't have. Um but it just allows you to get better a lot easier than a lot of other games. My favorite part about Valorant wasn't the game itself. It was after the fact. So once like the game's over, you have your normal scoreboard where you're like, man, I went like five and 10. I'm, I'm garbage. Um, there's a tab where it shows every round what happened. So I can look at, okay, round three, the first guy died here. And it has a mini map of where every single character was at that point, where they were facing, what items they had, what items they had used, like who was still up, who died where, 
And then I can click on the next event. So the next person that died that round, okay, everyone was over here. So if I have a round where, oh, I thought that guy was over there. What happened? I can, I can literally watch that person rotate from kill to kill and see where they went. That's good. I mean, yeah, it's, I, like it's great. And, and that's what I've noticed watching it too, is like not, I think Pengu said it best, right? Penguin. I was, every time I look him up, by the way, it's hilarious. Google's like, do you mean penguin? And I'm like, no, <laughs> but Pengu. yeah, Pengu. He, he, I think he said it best, which is the game itself has a very low barrier to entry, meaning that yeah. you can pick it up, you can start shooting. It's, you know, a, simple concept in how the game works but the skill ceiling is very 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 high um so that's excellent for someone like him who is a pro right it's like and i think he also said that specifically he said look rainbow six isn't a isn't a high skill cap game right now no and this is and that's all pros want is to have the best skill and that's why you're winning right like we want to play against the highest skill level players and you know there's an agent right now that doesn't allow that though yeah what uh raise yeah that everyone keeps saying um like every stream i've gone to there's at at once they've been like when are they gonna nerf this character already and i'm like it's the beta like they're, yeah. they're figuring it out the balance will well, come it's the beta but this is the first time anyone has seen this character because mm-hmm. she is she is new to the beta um everyone's playing counter-strike and she's playing halo oh jeez. she's got like cluster grenades her ult is a rocket launcher that one shots you at the highest armor if you're generally near it i've seen people kill three people in one shot with it it's jeez. she's not fun to play against yeah i haven't seen anybody play against her but i've heard people discuss it like you know someone in the chat will say hey is the game balanced how does it feel whatever and they'll be like oh the game feels really great the gunfights are very equal tick rate server blah 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 you know all the marketing stuff that i'm sure i'm sure they're contractually yeah um obligated to say but then they mention raise and they're like broken needs to be fixed now it's not you know get her out of here yeah so it's bound to happen if you well this is a good segue to if you watch the uh, the hundred thieves invitational you will probably see that character a lot on every single team every single round yeah unless they've been it ahead of time there's no ban they could ban bro they could it's an invitational they can make whatever rules they want i mean yeah but you know what i mean and um considering the fact that i'm pretty sure nade shots one of the guys that was complaining about that character oh you mean ban the character outright yeah, i thought yeah. you meant like i thought you meant have like picks and bans like legal no, no, edges no. and stuff like that i'm like they're not gonna do that no no i meant like the, the yeah i mean yeah, they could the invitational the character, just says but... no um that's that's a real scrub quotes thing to do though yeah, it's funny the chat saying that, you know, the upside to Valorant is there are no hackers, you know, yet, mm, yet, but, mm, but they know they're there. They are already. I'm sure they are. They I, always are. I have seen them. I've oh, really? seen videos of this dude just. I've seen a video of this one guy running full speed around the corner with one of the guns and just headshotting people like full walking. Not crouch walk, not the slow walk, but just like the full like running, like he's playing Call of Duty and just one tapping people, which you can't, you skill, can't do. skill cap. It's not skill cap. <laughs> well, well, they'll figure it out. I'm sure they'll have anti cheat in there at some point, and all all the other goodies. I'm sure yeah, they there's, won't. There's definitely cheaters. There, there's definitely been clips of those, and I'm sure they won't just let them run rampant for uh, 
three months before they they do something about it while they while they train their algorithm right right ross right is that a sore spot is that a sore spot for you sore spot man it hurts dude because i i love i love ubisoft there's a lot of really nice people that i've actually talked to that work on that game but man it's just it's so rough right now yeah and that's all it's funny you mentioned the whole bit about no Rainbow Six Pro says anything good about it. And now a lot of yeah. these guys are playing Valorant, so I'm watching them. And they're playing yeah. Valorant and complaining about Rainbow Six. Yeah, but n- none of them are actually going to hop ship no. one game to the other. No, I don't but think it's so. Just, it's it's rough because obviously the people that are streaming and the people that are playing at the highest level, that's where all the cheaters are going to be because that's where they want to be. People like me, they're in like above average rank. They're like, I'm not going to see cheaters all. Like, no. I'm probably going to see maybe like a cheater like once every other day but at the same time i'm gonna have it in the back of my head if i die for some like weird reason like oh like that dude's a knower as we like to say yeah it's a knower it's funny because i think we had this conversation right um right before valorant dropped and uh nade shot went from playing primarily warzone to valorant the biggest problem he was having with warzone flat out was the cheating and because there's a there is a skill based matchmaking system in that game, and he was a pro, and he's playing with other guys that are or were pros in, in FPS or just generally relatively good content creators, they would see a good day would be oh I haven't seen a cheater today or oh I've only seen one cheater today, yeah. right? Like you said, when you're in kind of that like above average tier, you'll see one every once in a while. Yeah. I'm in the like below average tier, so I'll see one every. 90 years yeah like you'll see him on twitter that's about it exactly um i've had aimbot cheaters in games um but it was legitimately like it was obvious this dude made a smurf account and was just working his way up you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so um but yeah you you basically you'll you'll never see them so that's good and hopefully because valorant has such a high skill cap like we don't see a bunch of them and they, they kind of fix that. And then obviously, like you said, at those top tiers, it's, it's always going to be a problem. There's someone always finds a way around it. There's always some aim bot. That's like 150 bucks a month. Can't be caught by any of the, the anti-cheat software. Um, it's just like what, you know, informa- it's a free game. I have all that yeah. extra money now to buy an aim bot. <laughs> exactly. So and I can make another free account to play the game. Yep. And so aimbot. hopefully they, they like, ip ban a hardware ban or do something because i mean that's that that's gonna be rough yeah because like i said the problem with siege is that that game goes on sale so fast so much that i could buy like 26 dollar accounts at one point and just cycle through them and be good for two years yeah yeah it's you know it's good so i guess in closing on on your thoughts on valorant is it's good it's great it, it, it's it's great it's really fun it's it's hard for me to just generally dislike okay so i hate counter-strike it is well documented. I hate Counter Strike. It is not fun to play. I do not enjoy the gunplay. It is miserable. This game is just Counter Strike, but it's fun. So I'm enjoying it, and that's a lot. It's saying a lot if I enjoy it. Yeah, and that goes a, lo- a long way. Like we've discussed it. I n- I never had a ton of fun with Overwatch, but for some reason Paladins was just fun. Like there was just something about like the buying the the stuff and and whatnot and sometimes games just do that there's like one or two little things they do that are different and it it just changes your whole capability to enjoy the game and i think at the end of the day it's not just from a raw how good is a game perspective you know a game has to be fun or why are you playing it 
So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I didn't get a, a key and I'm going to be bad at it, but I don't know. I'll I play. had an account for you. You, you did, just didn't want to play on Fortnite Pro 69. For reasons. I had the account. Obviously. Um, so, yeah, so that that's good. And I guess from your opinion, before we move on to the esports news, do you think this is the next hot esports? Do you think this is? Do you think when Valorant comes out, they're going to go and displace some games? So the thing it has going for it. So the last few games that were like this were Apex Legends, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Not really Fortnite, but Fortnite exploded in its own way, anyways. But the the last time a game was like this was Apex where it was who is the best player where are they streaming when when are we going to see esports and we never did see esports because still no custom games this game has been out since a year i think at this point it's been a while we're either way we're in season five of apex i'm assuming mm-hmm. i think it's five um it's either five or four either way it's there it's been a, it's been, it's been a while pretty dead because Still no competitive scene. Valorant has a competitive scene day sit like three of beta because custom games, mm-hmm. because the company cares about what you want instead of trying to sell you loot crates and skins. Sign me up. Yeah. This is, again, this game is good and this game is exciting and people are pumping this game up because they're just giving us what we want. And it's it sounds so silly that it's just, hey, you know, give me tic-tac-toe. Okay, here's tic-tac-toe. Okay, great. This is the greatest game ever. I'm having so much fun. And then here's like, hey, we got Connect 4, but sometimes the colors change and the, the Connect board is procedurally generated. And it's like, bro, I, didn't, I just asked for tic-tac-toe. Like, just do, just do tic-tac-toe really well. Like, that's all we want. It's It's really telling, I think, of the industry in general that when gamers are given what they ask for yeah they suddenly buy and play it and get excited about it it's like what a concept yeah give the consumer what they want and and you'll be good um yeah and that's the the other thing is uh i was looking at valorant news but it's confirmed that a ranked mode will be coming to the uh, to the beta um in a few weeks yeah i was gonna say because we knew there were ranks yep the 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 cool thing about the ranks though is that it's not bronze silver gold they're they're all kind of like friendly names like like mercenary soldier or whatever mm-hmm. so i so i can't be like dan shut up you're bronze get out of here no you're gonna have to say probably bronze three and be like yeah you're, you're just a merc because i think merc is the lowest level but even that merc sounds cool i'm like hell yeah, I'm yeah a merc. exactly like, stripes a merc it, it just makes you it makes you happy yeah what is it it's yeah mercenary soldier veteran hero legend mythic immortal yeah, I'm, bro, I'm a hero. Are yeah. you kidding me? I'll be happy with hero. That's what I'm saying, man. Like that that's actually a really awesome system. Like I like you said, I would be happy to do my ranked matches and be a soldier. And, and like, be, hell yeah, I'm a soldier. Yeah. You can't. Oh, you're soldier 4. What's wrong with that? Like yeah, what's up? What's up? Cares. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Like I said, I keep watching the streams. That way I don't have to play on uh no, Fortnite very curious how long this beta is going though because they haven't said that yet well that's what i think blew me away from that tweet was ranked coming in a few weeks 
But their target goal for this, all right, so their target goal to get this game released is the summer, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Yeah, Q- Q2, Q3, somewhere in there. So, so June? Yeah. June, is, summer? Is the beta going to run through yeah, like, until what, release? I don't know. I wonder. They could. I think it would be really cool if they just kept this going for a while and then maybe they had like a like a one or a two week cooldown mm-hmm. and then launch the game. I think that would be really cool, especially now when like everyone's just inside and Pro Valance, like all we have that's good right now. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I, like I don't one shining thing. I play FPS when effectively damn. when you drag me into it right like once yeah, okay, every okay okay there we go i was like dan once on. every two weeks like that's it the the only game fps wise i ever played of my own accord for some reason was paladins that that was like the only one and that game's yeah. killed itself um though it, it was it was fun the other day playing yeah. um but i mean it, it that's a game that effectively that's the opposite of Riot. That's high res. They do nothing the fans ask for. It's, it's, it's the Fisher Price, Fisher yeah. Price Riot, and it's it's bad. So, um, but that's actually in discussing esports and in, in in discussing ranked and paladins and everything. Um, the first actual pro team announced uh, a roster for Valorant, and it's actually kind of funny because it was ninjas in pajamas. And when I first saw the tweet, I was like, oh. It's <laughs> Bittner and Digidog. And wait a minute, did they just re-sign their Paladins Premier League team to be a Valorant team? And that is exactly That's what they did. That's a really odd choice, honestly. Well, they defended it. And <sighs> I, guess, I guess this kind of makes sense because Ninjas in Pajamas cut their teeth as a CSGO org, right? Like that's what shot yep. them up initially. And then, so they have the knowledge and expertise around that. And then they had a team sitting around all free agents who were world champions in a hero shooter so i'm assuming they're trying to take these people that are already sitting around and just start to tr- work those two things back together into a yeah. into some kind of beautiful marriage um i don't know i like nip well, yeah i mean a, a large percentage of managing a pro level team is managing the personalities. Mm-hmm. And if you have something in place where these people have already, you know, known each other and they've already won at the highest level and they've competed in I'm assuming Paladins has had a LAN. Yeah. The the okay. Premier the Premier League is invite only it's like uh CDL. It's uh invite only. There's a set number of franchises. It's all done on LAN. Oh LAN oh Paladins. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me, Hi Res. I thought you were just an online only league. Joke's nope. on me. Nope. Yeah. So I mean yeah, if they have experience and they all don't hate each other you can learn to play a game. It's just, it's Valorant's not the most beginner friendly game on the planet. Yeah. Like really what they're going to have is like you said, they're going to have chemistry. Um, they're going to be able to aim. Right. And they're going to be able to communicate. I know, I know the aim thing becomes a, 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 sure? a touchy subject. The podcast, people can't see me grimacing right now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm grimace right now. <laughs> Grim, I'm straight grimace. <laughs> turning Ooh. purple. Um, but yeah, so like you would assume they have those base technical skills that they can learn, like you said, learn the rest of the game around it. But they've yeah. bet they got to get started now because all it's going to yeah. take is a uh, hundred thieves to pull in their CS:GO team and just yeah. like, fucking rotate them over, and yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. a bad time, you know? No, um, it, that's why. That's why I'm just like, I'm pretty sure you could go into any Counter Strike server 
and find a couple above average Counter Strike players and say, "Hey, you want to join my esports organization?" They they could probably do better. Yeah, but I mean, it's good. We'll see. Jokes might be on us. Who knows? Yeah, you could see NIP World Champs 2021 or whenever. I'm, curi- I'm curious. A, what the leash is on that team in terms of if they get blown out, if they are a last place bottom dweller team every single week, and they are getting 13 0 13 2, 13 3 I don't know. You know, you're right. This could be one of those things where it's like, um, hey, we want a Valorant team. You guys are all sitting around free agents. Paladins is a dying thing. Is? A lot of, I yeah, like I mean, it it wasn't there wasn't a lot there, but like the Premier League at least had a decent show out last year, but then like a lot of pros started retiring and like teams started restructuring or or dumping their rosters, right? So Rightly so. This is almost like a this is your chance because Paladins isn't alive. You need to find another game. This is it. And if it doesn't work out, like you're, you're out the door for, for the next guy. Yeah. For that Ross. Sure. Ain't hell going to be me picking him up from the, uh, from the jerky leagues, right? The, the <laughs> I, I got my esports <laughs> my, jerky sponsor. My, my, my joke team feet pick esports. Yep. There you go. Yeah, Making it happen. Got the jerky sponsor. So yeah, the, so the gamer jerky 10% off code and the, the, I don't know. Like, there's so many different jersey sites or whatever, and just man, every one of the Fiverr logo is just salivating right now. The chance to be an Overwatch star. You can pick up your own Bitwise Dan jersey. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just like feed it in the bar below. No, um, it's, it's, this is the wild west of esports right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I like it. Um, it's going to be interesting. I want to see who's who's coming out. You've got to assume 100 Thieves is going to have a team, right? You mentioned it earlier. They have their invitational coming up. They're picking uh, eight teams. Uh, they said they're going to be high-level players and content creators. What if? What if Uh-oh. this is just the 100 Thieves scouting combine? That Honestly... That's, you already that you know that's what it is. That's that's one hundred percent it. They're gonna they're gonna put in their team of like three CSGO players, one streamer, and like one League of Legends player for SNGs, and then they're just gonna watch all these other teams that show up and just pick people, you know. Who carries Tim the time in the best? <laughs> That's 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 effectively like all of the 100 thieves streams. You can win a game with Tim the Tatman on your squad. You're automatically here. Here's your 100 thieves contract in your jersey. Tim the Tim the Tatman gives me hope as a content creator that yep. you you do not have to be good at games. No, nope. to get followers. So you just uh, need friends that are good at video games. Which boom, <laughs> nailed your it. entire Saturday stream is just Tom hijacking your stream. So you, he plays he plays Divinity through you. Well, it, that's my favorite it, to just sidestep the whole thing is like he's played the game six times and then he like yeah. he gets frustrated with me because I'm like reading the story and like yeah. looking around and he's like, no, Dan, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. Go faster. Yeah. And I'm like, relax. Like, Dan, pick this skill. Dan, read this book. Dan, talk to this guy. Yeah. Dan, do this. He, you're just like the the voice command character. Hey, you know, it's it's better than the um, I guess in that game, right? You really you have the option to use computer generated npcs or you can use a dan generated npc at least i listen to some to some degree so um yeah so i i don't know they haven't announced who's going to be at that invitational looping back to the the initial topic but um things in like what two days it's tuesday is it tuesday it's the the 14th 
I have all all of the internet at my fingertips. You have the internet at your fingertips yeah. right now, and I will filibuster for like a, another two seconds for you to Google "hundred thieves in Valorant Invitational." You, knowing you, you probably have like Nate Shots Twitter on your desktop, just ready to go at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What uh, what have you gathered? Let's see. We got. Da-da-dum. Yep, I got you. The invitation. It's the fourth. Eight, it's the yep. Fourth. It just says eight top tier teams will be participating. I mean, some of the sure biggest. The yeah, it is the fourteenth. Yeah, they okay. they don't have anything. Every website has the same story that Gamezo.co. They, they all has. they all copy pasted off Gamezo. It's true. It's like, how we, dare you? We got the deets. I was seeing if anything new came out. Who wrote but, that? Oh, is, that is that the man Zach? It might have been Zach. Zach, write that. I, I love Zach, Zach the God. I love Zach. Zach's Zach Attack. My my man Zach left the stream right before we played Paladins, and he likes Paladins. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyway, anyway, I think that's it for Valorant stuff. Actually, we have we have two more esports news things, but I think that's I think that's it. I thought it was funny that like the first day of the Valorant streams, the uh. The Trindamir, one of the, the top guys at Riot, was going around gifting subs at everyone's channel. I thought that was funny. <laughs> He's like, say nice things, say nice things, say he nice say, things. Say nice things, here's 50 subs. It wasn't Zach, it was Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. It was Kyle. Okay, shout out to Kyle. My man Kyle. All right, so we have the uh, the Face It. We got that story going here. Yeah, Face It Justice, which is something that every game needs. Oh, yeah, 100%. Every, every single game needs this. Because... Yeah. I'm gonna loop back to Valorant. I um, I never made it, but I uh, I wanted to make a a funny video of just comparing the the general player base of Valorant to other games. Mm-hmm. So I have clips of me at the beginning of each game, being like, "Yo, what is up, gamers? How we doing today? We're gonna go get this. We're gonna go get the win or whatever." And every time I would play a Valorant game, the people would be like, "Yeah, man, we got this." It's all good. Yo, what game are you playing? I come from Destiny 2. Oh, I come from Counter-Strike. Oh, what do you play, Rainbow Six? Oh, he- here, take the diffuser. You're going to plant this, and you're going <laughs> to sit on this cam, because that's what you do. I'm like, okay, buddy, I got you. So I I, uh, I, ne- I never said it, but I um, I like the character Cypher in mm-hmm. Valorant, because he's just a combination of a couple of Rainbow Six characters. He's got a he's got a Valkyrie camera that he throws out, so I'm like, oh, you already know I'm playing this. The owl. Yep. I've, I've, I've already got him. I've already got the cameras in like weird spots that people don't see, and my teammates are like, yo, that's a nice camera. What? How did you even think about that? I'm like, 2,000 hours of Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, th- th- that'll do it. Yeah, um, no, no, Cypher's definitely my favorite character so far. Yeah, I wasn't thinking Cypher. I was thinking, um, who's the bow guy with the owl cam? Oh, Sova? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. For a second, I was like, wait, you, he doesn't stick you the cams, he owls. No, um, I stopped playing Sova because his ultimate, for some reason, is like 300% volume compared to everything else. Oh, really? And he blows my eardrums out. I don't know why. Oh, rip. <laughs> Stop playing the character because he's too loud. Yeah, he's uh, too loud. But yeah, so like you said, everybody should have this. So first off, Face It is a third-party website that lets you kind of play different competitive games on it. And then the other side to it, well, what this this feature is, is it's basically a community-driven like moderation or like i don't know what you want to call it like a council right basically they're outsourcing um like player behavior to their actual player base yeah it's which is something league of legends has done before yeah it's similar to the uh valves um 
Overwatch, but not useless. Actually, Cyclop, I think, wrote the story for Valve's us. Valve's Overwatch. Yeah, so it, it's it's a it's oh a oh I'm I was like no no not kidding. Valve does not make Overwatch. <laughs> no, 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 um, they have a similar system. So yeah, it's 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 a community moderation or community driven moderation system which is really good i've played other games that are very similar have similar systems to it and it always works out really well where like a certain number of people are, are chosen as judges or or whatnot and then they rule on the action um of the person i you know me i play a ton of um i racing that's been a gripe in that community there's basically one guy at i racing headquarters that if you have um a judgment you want issued you send the clip to someone doing something malicious and they make the decision based on it but what you end up seeing a lot of the times is people will go to reddit first to the i racing reddit community and show the clip and say was this malicious? Is this something I should protest? And then they basically take the Reddit community's feedback on whether they should protest it or not to determine if they're going to send it in. It's like, just skip the step, have the community yeah. determine if it's actually something that should be protested or not, and then make a judgment on that. So that's what, that's what face it's doing. Um, I think that's great. I thought it was really good. Any Anytime we get away from like auto moderation and, or just some nameless faceless corporation making decisions on, punishment or action towards you based on the things you did is i think a positive yeah um it's interesting because rainbow six is their contract with esl i think either ended or it is ending very soon and they are transitioning to face it so hopefully we get this because you already know i am going eight hours a day in this face a judge thing 100 (laughs) percent I'm going to cleanse the land myself. S- second job, just let it go. I have um have you ever used um the R6 tab or R6 tracker? Yes. Yep. Okay. So R6 tab has their own separate Reddit where you can send in clips and get people banned off that site. Oh really? So That's like cool. if um so if this person goes to like try and get um get on a team or something like that, like they go on one of the eight bajillion discords and they're like, you'll look up a team, I'm 17, I'm a diamond i have a 1.3 kd i'm godlike and then he pulls up his r6 tab and just says banned for racism and then there's like a link to the reddit post where i made where i clipped him calling me the n-word three times whoa that's awesome that's really good that's really really good because it doesn't ban it from the game it's just it just bans him from that website yeah and honestly like that's super useful i helped with um a, a call of duty team for a little bit and one of the biggest problems we had is we would get kids who hashtag omnisix. Yeah. Who would, um, shout out to my boy, Alex, who, who coaches that team, but we would get kids who were very talented and they would be very humble and like very good people during the tryout process, during the conversation process. Yeah. And then like with, in a week they'd be like, Hey, can we talk? Yeah, bro. I want to get a sponsorship from Nike. Like I want to make a bajillion dollars, but I'm not sharing it with the team just so you know. And by the way, Ross is crap. I hate him. He sucks. If you don't cut him, I'm gone and I'm bringing my boy with me. And you know, shout out to my, again, shout out to my boy, Alex. He's no negativity. He's like, all right, see ya, you know, get, get, get lost. But, <laughs> I want my Nike sponsorship for my T3 Call of Duty York. Yeah. So, but it's, it's just funny because it's like, if you have that up front, it's like this dude's toxic. Like if you could just tell someone's toxic, someone's racist, someone's whatever, like as someone trying to put together a team, whether it's serious or just like to go play, you know, community events, like that's super useful. Um, and it also shines a light on 
on their behavior in general, you know, it lets the community know, which is, which is really good. Hey, um, don't be a bad person. Be nice. Yeah. That's it, man. Just be nice. Be, be just, nice. Hard. Just be nice. Um, the last thing on the list uh, for esports news, which I, if we had a chuckle when we were going over the show notes before this, is, I want to talk about this. Oh, I'm going to give, I'm giving the I deep, hate this stuff. I'm going to give I the hate, deep deets on this. I hate this stuff so much. So phase agony. You don't even know who this guy is. You've never heard of this guy until today. No, but that's... You were today years old when you heard exactly. a, a phase agony existed. But that's why this fake Twitter story <laughs> it was useful. It was self-promotion. So apparently, phase agony, um, the other night, there was a break-in at his house. And he was allegedly stuck... Allegedly. In, stuck in his com- Allegedly, there was a break-in. Allegedly, there was... Uh, he was stuck in his computer room. He had no access to his phone. So he started tweeting that his house was being broken into, there were gunshots, blah, blah, blah. He allegedly reached out to his roommate, who was in a different room um, via Discord. The roommate then called the police, and then every, everybody ended up being safe, right? The His brother was safe, who he thought was potentially got shot when the firearm was discharged. The roommate was safe. He ended up safe. Everything was very scary. It was terrifying. He put a picture of the uh, shotgun shell up on the internet that was, you know, on the crime scene. Um, but he's been getting yep. a lot of flack for this for a few different reasons. What kind of shotgun shell was it, Dan? It was it was rubber buckshot. Mm-hmm. So it was it was rubber bullets that were discharged, which, while very dangerous and not putting that down at all, um, it's like paintball plus two. It's like bullet minus three. Is it, okay. It's more like it's going to break ribs. It can do internal bleeding. You get hit in the head. You you can die. Um, so it's it dangerous, but it's not like you know. The initial tweet made it sound like someone came in and was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, duck and cover. Reactivate. Yeah, like action movie. Um, the other thing that have people kind of questioning and tinfoil hatting is the um, you know, he tweeted about it while it was going on instead of calling somebody. Um, you know, the whole story seems kind of suspect when you take the tweet chain together. Um, really, it's a big story because if it's true, like that's terrifying. And that's like the third high profile uh, breaking, breaking and entering story I've heard this week, which is weak. Yeah. Which is bad. A UFC fighter um, actually had his house broken into this dude came through his front door, basically just yelling, just, just screaming like a psycho. This guy was a, a former title challenger. He beat this dude up for like five minutes before the cops got there. And the guy, say that. the guy never stopped though. Like this dude was just like either like psychotic or on drugs or something because mm. you can't take a, a professional fighter beating on you yeah. and you don't stop. Like you, you're on something or he, you're he out of rolled your up into the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. Of all the houses he could have picked, he picked the UFC guy. Yeah. Well, I guess what happened was he went like from door to door and he got more aggressive as he went. And then he went into a house, but then he got scared off. And then he ended up in this house and he got bold enough to actually want to do something. And he, like you said, picked the wrong, the wrong house in that regard. Of all the places. So there was that, there was another one, and then there was this, and it was like all within a week. And I was like, geez, man, like what is going on out there? But so it's a big story because, you know, it's it's a a phase player, it's a high profile thing, it seemed really scary and dangerous, but it's also high profile because everything doesn't quite 
link until there's a police report too. So you basically have two sides of this story, which is side one, which is like, this is terrifying. I hope you're safe. I can't believe this happens to people effectively, right? Kind of the human side of the story. And then there's the people that are like, where's the police report? This doesn't check out side of the story. And there's almost like no in between, right? Like I, I, I don't, it's going to sound terrible. If I wasn't a writer for a gaming news website, I would not care about this at all. Okay. Full stop. It is awful that someone broke into this guy's house if it happens. Obviously, I am not condoning someone breaking into someone's house. Obviously, it is it is a very egregious crime and very traumatizing experience, but I don't care. Yeah, that's like. Sorry. And then, like, if you read the tweet chains, it's like. I understand. Oh, I don't have my phone. This is the only thing I can do. But then he keeps tweeting. Like one tweet, and then then there's another tweet. Oh, I hope I hope my boy is okay. Oh, the cops are finally here. If there's someone in my house shooting a, like off a shotgun, I'm not live tweeting it, man. Like I understand this is my only form of communication. What I do not believe, I do not believe someone in the year 2020 does not have their phone like implanted on their chest somewhere. Yeah, see, like mine's on my phone because it buzzed because your boy Cyclops filed followed me earlier, <laughs> but um. Yeah, like who doesn't have their phone on them in the year 2020? Yeah, I I don't know, especially in your computer room, like with all the communication you have access to, like, I don't know. But like you said, horrendous uh, situation. Um, My thoughts and prayers. My my low key favorite responses, though, were like, because this happened in the UK, I believe, right? but my favorite responses are like, this wouldn't happen in Texas. I'm like, you're right. Because like, yeah, it would become a game of call of duty or rainbow six yeah. real quick. But like, which I'm assuming this phase guy is, is good at. So, you know, again, you're coming up in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. These people just picking the wrong houses. Um, Oh, that was the, uh, that was the other one. It was some, some people in Chicago tried to rob this house. They came up like they were delivering something and they came up on like a dude who walks around with like a machine gun on his back and tried to break into the house. Um, everybody with his Barrett cosplay. Yeah. Everybody picking the wrong houses these days. So yeah, like you said, horrible situation. Really? I'm going to be really interested to see because the last tweet I saw from him was effectively, um, as the cops, look into this i will release more as i can so i'd be really curious to see like the actual you know what do you mean release what you can police reports are public aren't they um i don't know i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure well if it's not because we don't look at a newspaper but i'm pretty sure a newspaper has like a section that's actually like a police blotter section yeah but it's it's an ongoing investigation is different than like an Uh, arrest you know what i mean so like if they arrest people you might see like dan and ross arrested you know, but you're not going to see Dan and Ross arrested for aggravated assault when they broke into Faze Agony's house and shot off some rubber bullets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes of that because I can tell you right now, if like they don't, if he does not release more information, if more information is not released, Twitter will find out, man. Yeah, this Those people are vicious. This will either die off, which I think is probably most likely, because like you said, like I, I don't. I don't care Listen, too much. They just spent last month dealing with their 15 year old Fortnite player using the N word. Like it's, it's been a rough time for face. Wait, where's my tinfoil hat? Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. 
Oh, oh, is this? Oh, are we? Are we? Okay, is this a distraction from the Fortnite kid using the N word? Spe- oh yeah, speculation. Phase management went to Agony and said, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. I got a shotgun okay. with some yep. rubber bullets. We're gonna fake a home invasion." Okay. Boom. Tinfoil hat off. We we have to like add a segment called Tinfoil Hat like hour, so we can just like not have speculation for the whole podcast. And in that like ten minute period, that's all we do is speculate about stuff. So. All right, no, hey. that'd be miserable. That'd be the best. So that's my whole. That's all my show notes. Okay. Do you have anything else? We're an hour and a half in. Pretty good. Well, now we did good. We didn't. We didn't stretch it two hours this time. Yeah, we've been. We've been pretty good. So we've, get, we've been getting better at it. We in in past episodes we probably would have spent longer talking about Saints Row Three. That's true. And people would not want to listen to that. <laughs> Paul actually just dropped the the phase bad year. Tifu suing them, Jarvis getting banned, yep. them signing a twelve-year-old, oh, yes. Dub saying the N-word, and now this. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's it's funny because I saw I saw a tweet like I think a week ago or whatever, and it was it was ranking the most social media engagement by orgs, oh, no. and it was like Phase is back on top as the most talked about esports award, <laughs> and I was like, I wonder why. Hey, all publicity is good publicity, baby. We're out here talking about them, right? Yeah. So. All right, so um, I'm going to pump the socials for podcasts. I realized on the last Phase one. up. <laughs> I was going to say, I realized on the last podcast, I was like, our stuff's underneath. And then that's all I said. But they're yeah, listening. Yeah. They're not seeing. So you can follow GameZo at GameZoGG on Twitter. You can go to the website and read all of our sweet writing at GameZo.co.uk. You can follow Ross at Rain R6S on Twitter. And you can follow me, Bit W1SEDAN, Bitwise Dan, on Twitter. Twitch and everywhere. It's, it's what's up. Dan. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You can also get on Twitch and you can follow Ross at Rain Yora. No, 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 no. no. I wasn't no. saying that. I'm saying when, when are you going to play this game? Oh, I, I thought you were throwing it out there that you wanted. But follow Ross. Oh. And then also at some point, I'm going to play Nier and I'm going to make my, my first ever YouTube series, which is going to be called Badgered. It's all the games Ross badgers me to play. And we're starting with that one because it's his favorite of all time. So that's everything I think we have to plug. Ross, do you, do you need to plug like some I don't weird plug like nothing, man? You're not doing like a DJ set like somewhere no, online no, no. later. Um, actually, no, I'm gonna hold off on that. Oh, rate five stars. Unfollow, yeah, yeah, yeah. follow, okay, rate so it five stars again for the podcast. If for some reason you are listening to this podcast on something other than Twitch. You're on Spotify, you're on the last, the last FM, the radio.com or whatever the, whatever's going on. The five star, I think, I think that's good. I think it was five stars. I don't really know how this works. This is like, Yelp. yeah, five stars is tough. Okay. You got to give us the five stars. You got to ungive us five stars and then give us five stars again. So we only get five stars once, but you're thinking about us twice. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. Also follow the podcast. Tell a friend. Whatever that means. Yeah. All right. That's the podcast for this week. We'll be back next Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on this Twitch. If you're listening, that's the Bitwise Dan Twitch. And, uh, you know, keep up with us. I'm hitting the out button later. Phase up.